Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Nick Davey. I'm delighted to be joined as ever by our fantastic Playboy Prince of Podcasting, Lance Rivera. Hello. Oh, actually, I've already made a mistake because I think this week we're just calling you Rivera. Oh, yeah, we are. I've lost uh, my first name. Exactly. So we're going to follow the WWE tactic of losing people's first names. Uh, yeah, because Riddle, Matt Riddle is now called Riddle. Uh, they're the latest wrestler just to randomly lose a perfectly good first name. So, yeah, how are you doing this evening, Rivera? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. It's just the two of us yet again. Just I know it's two of us. Exactly. I was waiting until we put that jingle. We should put that jingle in, I think, every time. Oh. It's just, just Yeah, we should. Sure. Me but, singing it so we don't get copyrighted it. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. But um but no, how you been? How have you were uh, obviously I know a further setback to your training with the latest announcement from the from the top of a, a national lockdown. Um does it affect I know obviously at the moment it's been quite different with with the job where with, with both of us and locations been different part of the UK but is it I suppose how's it going to affect you even more now with, with the lack of training well you still think, got I think everything's going to be shut now for the next four weeks isn't it everything's shut in gyms pubs restaurants exactly after he decided to open everything again and then went <laughs> oh no hold on and then shouting in the houses of parliament at it's the opposition leader saying, oh, you have no idea what a full lockdown would do to this country. <laughs> okay, Boris. <laughs> exactly. Well, obviously, again, we won't get into much into politi- uh, poli- uh, no. uh, into any debate about politics. But, uh, yeah, obviously, it's a shame for all the fantastic wrestlers like yourself in the country that, uh, obviously, a further setback. Again, I think we just have to accept 2020 just a bit of a write-off in that respect. But 2021, we will come back stronger. Wrestlers will come back stronger. It'll be a fantastic uh, year for, for British wrestling. We'll, for everyone we'll listening as well, Nick's, uh, Nick just called me fantastic. Exactly, yeah. There we go. The feud this had is, to what, come this to is what we've been driven to. Exactly. The feud had to be put on the back burner for now. Or, next we'll, year. Or, next or we'll, year. Just, we'll, we'll treat our listeners like uh, WWE fans. We hope they've got short-term memory loss, so the feud's just automatically been cancelled. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. This case cancelled till 2021, <laughs> we can pick it up again. And then, yeah, well, even when Chris is back on next week, we'll just pick it up again. Yeah, we'll pretend that we didn't say it was coming back in 2021. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, um, obviously, we've got quite a fun show tonight, actually. Um, just to sadly, no quiz or debate this week, but what we'll make, what we'll make up with is uh, we've got to be previewing AEW Full Gear this weekend. Really excited for that. Now, the positive, I was saying to Chris before we came on air, um, positive of that is it means I will be live. I'll be up live watching that. We'll be live, probably do a live stream on Twitter on our on our uh, yeah well, on our Twitter account uh, for those watching it. So I haven't stayed up for a pay per view since well since the start since what, WrestleMania time I think when um, so um, no I will, I will stand up this weekend due to the fact there's nothing else to do over the weekend. Um, so yeah, full gear. We'll do a full gear predictions in a little while. Um, also Saturday as well, be a good day for me. United Everton, and then uh, full, full gear. gear. Exactly. There you are. There you are. 
I'm so not, not, not all doom and gloom. Um, but it so, is yeah, when so you've got to watch United, to be fair. That is true. The hit and miss United. Well, you've got Champions League this week, and that usually brings out the best in, in United. Then it will go back to the worst, I guess, um, over the weekend. Oh, I can't wait for it. Exactly. But, um, but hey, hey, hi. You never know. Could be worse. Could be Brighton. You couldn't do it. Well, as I said, it was another positive performance from us against Tottenham over the weekend, but just no result to match, as usual. It's like it's like Blackpool in 2011. Yeah, you could say that. That's not a very good comparison, but worryingly, you're right. I think you could compare it to loads of teams over the years that have played Bournemouth. Loads of them that have played well, but not got oh, the yeah. results. But, but hey-ho, this would be a good time to plug the football podcast that I'm involved in, Goals Allowed. Um, with many members that we have worked with before on the wrestling podcast you can listen to that um, on iTunes and on Spotify Goals Loud Football Podcast please give it a listen really appreciate it um, but yeah no we'll start off with a bit of news though um, so um, obviously um, I'll stay away from WWE now because we'll go through that in a second with the WWE latest news but um, starting off with Impact Wrestling Kylie Ray has said she's no longer a professional wrestler perhaps she's announced her retirement again um, what are your thoughts on on this latest announcement? It's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously she she announced her retirement uh, when she was under contract with AEW, and then left AEW and came back nearly straight away for uh, for Impact. Exactly. So I'm thinking WWE potentially now uh, NXT. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it is she has actually retired this time. I think it's hard. I mean, again, we talk about obviously this year. It's probably uh, with wrestlers. Again, they're, they're normal people. This year, it's probably taken it out of them as well. Well, yeah. like as for any, anyone in the world. Um, so obviously, I think it's just a case of her doing what's right for her at this present moment. Uh, whether it is a formal retirement, I don't know. But obviously, currently, she's done for temporary at least. With, with certainly with Impact, certainly with wrestling at the moment. So. Uh, obviously, she's certainly fantastic in the ring. We all know that. So, fingers crossed it is just a um, a temporary retirement as opposed to a permanent retirement. And we see her back in, well, at least in a in a big big wrestling promotion in 2021 or even even sooner. But, um, no, obviously, thoughts of her here at, at BBG Wrestling. And we wish her all the best for, for the time being, sure. Exactly, yeah. Um, also, I have a bit of news with uh, moving to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, TJP and Chris Bay have been added to NG, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's prestigious Super J Cup. Obviously, we know all about the Super Juniors Cup, some of the incredible matches, moments it's seen over the last well, last few years or so. Uh, what are your thoughts on these two getting added to, to the tournament? I think it's really exciting, especially uh, TJP, because TJP has always been very exciting, especially with his run. Uh, in the cruiserweight division of uh, WWE, he was always very exciting to watch. Definitely, he was one of the um, sort of original original ones, really, in the cruiserweight. Sort of got got it on the kind of map when it first came in 2016 when they did the cruiserweight classic tournament. He was one of the standout wrestlers. So uh, obviously, it just never really clicked on. That's not him personally. Obviously, we saw many of the talented wrestlers sadly just not getting getting going with it. Only. A, few of them you could probably name on your fingers that have actually stayed there and done well on that only, only, only one I can currently think of in Cedric Alexander that's actually doing something on, on WWE programming week in week out so uh, stuff for yeah. Ali as well oh yeah of course I'm sure there is a few that we could go through but yeah, he was just the first one that popped off the top of my yeah. head but though uh, really delighted for him as again it, the good thing with the Super J Cup is you get sort of start one match can sort of really just push your career into 
into uh, well obviously into a next level we've seen it with um given lance archers i know it's a different style of wrestler but lance archers a great sort of wrestler you can use obviously um um Sorry, not Lance Archer. We have seen it. With, um, in fact, just any of the New Japan Pro Wrestling tournaments um, with Lance Archer as an example with his match with Moxie last year. And it's different tournaments. But you um, obviously, yeah, when you do have these high profile tournaments in New Japan Pro Wrestling, they really just can catapult some wrestlers, can't they? Yeah, they really can. Especially if you look at someone like Will Ospreay, who was part of the yeah. Super Junior competition. He, the it really does push you to a next level, and it can it can be a real coming out party for uh, for a lot of guys. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Um, like it can really take your career to that next level. Definitely, no, absolutely, and um, yeah. Well, as I say, fingers crossed. They'll both. They'll, I'm sure they'll both do fantastic in there, and um, yeah, hopefully um, we'll see some more wrestlers get added to it soon, and we'll be able to bring you um, obviously that date with all of that, and. Uh, potentially even fancy book it uh, when we get closer to the time. So, no, exciting times for New Japan Pro Wrestling, as always, ahead. Hello, my name's Simon Hill, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Wrestling. This is one of the best podcasts around. Don't miss it. In WWE, Survivor Series coming. Obviously, in a few weeks' time, we've got the uh, brand warfare of Survivor Series, usually a really exciting point of the year. Sadly, this year, though, the winners of last year, NXT, are not on the card. It's just gone back to Raw versus SmackDown. We saw, obviously, for, as of last week on Raw and SmackDown, those qualifying matches begun. Um, pro, uh, pro, matches were obviously promoted ahead of the uh, brand warfare at Survivor Series. No NXT. I mean, personally, I'm absolutely pissed off and disappointed they're not on there. Uh, I suspect you probably share the same frustration that NXT have been sort of cold from it don't mind as much as you'd think because i kind of thought it was a bit overcrowded last year and it was a bit of an odd a bit of an oddity and i've always enjoyed the traditional smackdown versus raw survivor series match it's always been something i really look forward to every year sure i think they had some very i think what i think with this year what i don't like too much about it is they've only had what about a month on their brand since the draft? But I'd prefer it at least when they're like proper loyal to their brands and they've been there for sort of sort of months ahead after WrestleMania. At least then they're obviously they have they're a settled sort of brand. You might have not seen matches for for ages. Like there's really builds up excitement of oh my god, these two wrestlers have not come across each other for, for ages, sort of thing. So that's my only gripe that it's because usually I love Survivor Series regardless of. People don't really like it. One of my favorite pay per views of the year, and I think especially since the brand split because of the, the warfare. Um, but yeah, I just feel like with only a month on this, it's probably me looking too much into it. But just with a month, they've only been on their brand. It just doesn't scream like they're going to be that. Why would they be that kind of loyal to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. Uh, obviously, NXT. Well, my, my sort of thinking is, I've, there's a chance that I was just thinking of this. Could we potentially this week on programming? Obviously, we've got Raw tonight. So, and do you reckon we might see an NXT invasion at all on one of the shows? Saying we, we won this last year, so why are we not? We're, we're back. We're not. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're part of this, and we will win it again. It wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me at all if that happened tonight. I know. Um, I would love to see it, but I know obviously there's other ways of they don't want wrestlers mingling in too much because of obviously NXT are currently at the performance well at the performance center, the Capital Center, whatever they're calling it, um, and obviously WWE at the Armway Center in in Florida. 
So that, maybe that might have something more to do with it then, yeah. for them not to be involved. Not but to, it yeah. still wouldn't shock me if they were involved this year. I'd be a big if fan. If they turned up on Raw uh, tonight and um, caused some kind of havoc. Like, say Adam Cole turned up and was like, hold on, why are we not involved here? But it is also uh, it is also being branded a lot around The Undertaker. Yeah. So it might be a case of wanting to focus on the SmackDown and Raw and The Undertaker instead of SmackDown, Raw and NXT and The Undertaker. Sure. Do you reckon we'll see an Undertaker match at Survivor Series this year? I think so, yeah. Because I think it'd be a bit of a bit of a strange one to be like, this is the 30th year of The Undertaker. Everybody look. And then he goes, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting to see. I think it's strange as well that they're, they're celebrating... 30 years of The Undertaker when at the end of Last Ride he, it was kind of a thing like oh he's, he's retired now this is it unless money ways maybe obviously they're celebrating it they do like a I don't know they do sign con Survivor Series maybe even it could be the case of um, him just coming out doing a speech or something and then he gets attacked and it sets up a match for Wrestlemania because usually Survivor Series you could argue is the start of the run to Wrestlemania um, we've seen it over the years of obviously with, with with moments happening that they sort of plant seeds um, yeah, to look at the famous 2018 when Triple H managed to plant four matches potentially for him at Wrestlemania um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, um, so there's obviously always going to be the chance that they will potentially do something like that as well if it could be um, maybe with Mr. Styles again, it could be I don't know John, so there's, there's, there's options for what they could do at Survivor it's, Series it just seems like a strange one because Obviously, they're bringing him back for Survivor Series this year, but there's nobody there. That's it. That's what That's I think. What I, I thought it's strange because you've got no one there, so you're going to bring Taker back to be in front of nobody. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got the big the big uh, Black Mirror esque screen, but I don't know. It just feels like a strange one to me. I do see what you're saying, and I'm I, yeah, I. Because if there was they... a crowd there, like they did for the 25th anniversary when he teamed with Kane, yeah, that that made sense because it was like, oh, this is a big deal, everyone's going to love it. But this the year, whole... there's, there's no, there's nobody there to see it. Well, that's the thing. It's like a whole point of when you do a celebration. The whole point there is is a crowd being there. The only time they yeah, the only time they obviously did do that this year was when they did the Triple H one. But then they they made that into a joke that there was no one there. Uh, but the whole segment on SmackDown, which. Obviously, it was a very dark time as well when uh, with that segment when it was him and Sean in the ring. At least they made like they made the point that there was no one there in the audience, so they were making the point of laughing about it, sort of thing. But yeah, it, it would seem weird. It wouldn't seem almost right to do it about a crowd. But at the same time, oh, it, it, next year would be thirty-one years, so it wouldn't have the same feel. And it, I just feel that like they need to address it in some way. But like you say, it could even just be the case that they don't do a formal send-off, and this could just simply be. A, a lead to a match at WrestleMania. Hopefully, the fans back in there. At least then there'll be fans, albeit not of the full capacity, but at least some fans will be able to say their farewells to to Undertaker. Wouldn't it be crazy though if um, if it was just a clip show, like just clips in between each? Just match? clips. Yeah, it could do well. We could even just like, be like that. Like the Simpsons, where they just they just like, yeah, we've got this <laughs> clip show. Just Have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, but as I say, obviously we've got a few, a fair few weeks till Survivor Series, so I'm sure there'll be lots of more news and uh, etc. along the way. And um, yeah, no, obviously always a great, great time of year. Sadly, it won't be the same again 
like it has been the whole year without the fans. But uh, but no, I'm sure um, I'm sure there'll be a few twists and surprises along along the way and, and on the yeah. Obviously, we'll have our prediction show in a few weeks' time, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more interesting stuff to talk about as well as uh, stuff that's probably changed potentially since then. Um, I've now so, got the uh, clip clip show song from The Simpsons stuck in my head. Well, you'll we'll never stop The Simpsons. <laughs> This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Uh, moving on to um, NXT, um, bit of new, well, bit of news already to NXT, actually, before we get into Halloween Havoc. Um, Rampage Brown, um, obviously a fantastic servant to the British-UK wrestling scene, has signed for NXT UK. Couldn't be more deserved. Fantastic wrestler, fantastic bloke. Really happy for him. That's, that's awfully exciting, isn't it? And well, they already seem to be building up quite strong with the sort of the promo they gave him on it and on NXT. The build up, um, they're already building up as obviously as a big, well, as a big sort of deal coming in. Um, but yeah, I've been really excited to see what they can do with him. Well, it's not it's not his first time being affiliated with uh, WWE. Yeah, it was in a squash match on SmackDown. I want to say when they're in the UK once. Yeah, I've just I've just got it up now. It's uh, ECW because I wanted to make sure I was right. But he was he was part of uh, F- FCW as well. Oh, was he? Yes, I, I thought he knew. was. Never knew so, that. Yeah, so it's not his first time being affiliated with WWE. And the man, it's just it, you just look at him and you go, "All right, here we go. It's a fight, isn't it?" Absolutely. Well, my fa- my first ever um, uh, indie show progress was in 2016, and um, yeah, he was already just a standout wrestler um, for me. He was in, obviously like a Thunder Bastard match. Um, and yeah, he nearly got me beaten up by Dave Mastiff because uh, Mastiff went into the crowd, used, decided to use my chair as a weapon on Rampage Brown, and then he threw my what coat in. What year was this, did you say? 2016. So 2016. My, first, my first ever indie show was 2016, uh, Progress Show. Loved every second of it. Absolutely uh, wild because the man had been around for ages by yeah, that Yeah, no, I've, well, that's the thing. I mean, people were saying that he's obviously uh, one that you, him, they were saying obviously him and, and a few other stars on the show. I've been doing it a while for a while, and yeah, he has. And as I say, it couldn't be more deserved. But he's, whilst we're saying he's been around forever, still got a lot left in the tank, hasn't he? He's, or is he thirty-eight? I want to say thirty-seven. Oh, thirty-seven, even younger. So certainly nothing to um, certainly say he's not past it or anything. So, um, and I think we've seen him with WWE; they can build stars pretty quickly. So, um, hopefully, you never know that he could even potentially go on to the main NXT as well if if he take, if we could take a like on the actual main roster, couldn't you? Potentially, doesn't it? And Sky's always the, the good thing of these guys on NXT UK. They've got a platform and a really good one. Uh, I know it's been a dodgy year in wrestling terms for, for the UK scene, but with NXT UK strong, obviously BT are bringing it back, which is fantastic. They, these guys can, there's still obviously a lot of um, uh, promise for, for for many of them to get onto. Um, the main roster, we've seen obviously Drew, Drew just highlights that. Um, Drew McIntyre being the WWE champion for so long. I think that is just the um, the scene for the UK and what they can all inspire to. Oh, what the, what they can all inspire to go to. Watching that man also as well, just hitting the ropes when he's just running the ropes, it's terrifying. <laughs> well, I, I, I just hope they can. I know they won't be able to, but get his theme tune of "Now is the time for me to rise to my feet." <laughs> Great theme tune, is it? I will. I will be. I will. Be. I'll be heard. Great theme tune. One of the How best. How's it going again, Nick? 
I'm not doing it again. But it is one of the best. One more time. One of the best indie theme tunes. Um, uh, Rampage uh, is so yeah, really excited. So um, well, I never want to hear that, but just excited to see him in, in NXT UK, uh, and well deserved from all of us again here at BBG uh, Wrestling. On to Halloween Havoc. Um, so there was um, yeah, a few. Obviously, I won't go full full show review, but. Um, few interesting points um obviously with the opening match johnny gargano is the new um nxt north american title beat damian priest um obviously for those the benefit of those who haven't watched uh at the end of the match they're obviously on on top of the stage and then um one of the well someone who was from the screen movies decided to come out with the screen mask on and um yeah attacked priest and allowed obviously and obviously priest fell off the stage and allowing mr gargano to win and Claim back his NXT North American title, um, so another belt for uh, for Gargano. Um, but yeah, uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's a bit of a too early defeat for Priest? Or um, I think I think what they can do is they can shotgun the title around from here. Like if if Johnny takes the title now, he could definitely lose it again soon. It, it, it could be a case. Well, we say this after saying that WWE don't want to mingle. Um, NXT and the main roster that much because they're in two separate locations. But I was going to say they, they could even potentially bring Damian Priest to the main roster if they really wanted to. Sure, there's definitely scope for that. I think with his character as well. My thinking was, and this this could actually be like we were talking about earlier, going back into the NXT point. Now they've put the belt on Gargano. Is he more of a seller for a match between? Well, I guess Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Does Gargano fit the mold better than Priest? There does he sort of. Will, people, will more people actually hear of Gargano than Priest? Will will that entice more fans going, oh, actually, that sounds like a class match, Gargano versus Lashley versus Shane, as opposed to... I said it like that, yeah. Yeah, that, I, can, that, I can definitely see that. That was my thinking. I know then then the argument is, well, it's three hills, so that won't work, surely, with three hills. Um, obviously, I know these brand warfares, it's not really about hills versus face, it's about brand warfare. Um, but um, Johnny I mean, could yeah. definitely play the, the face, though, couldn't he? That's the thing, and usually I think NXT is kind of the face brand. Well, it certainly was last year. Um, they were kind of the face brand, so yeah, there's a good chance it could happen again. Um, I think if you just played the face coming up, because it just it'd be easy because if for NXT to play the face, because they're everyone's favourite, aren't they? Well, that's the thing, I and mean, if you've got Lashley, who's obviously one of the mega heels and Raw's part of the Hurt business, um, then you've got Sami Zayn as the really irritating heel. Then you have kind of got Gargano, who's obviously, a, well, can be obviously a proper babyface fighting champion. So, yeah, is, I think. Is Lashley even a heel, though, at the moment? So I don't really know of the whole. I, I would say, given they attack Titus, Titus worldwide, I'd say um, that's a very heelish thing to do, given he's. Everyone loves Titus O'Neill, so you can't just go randomly attacking him from behind backstage. But then he's also wrestling Retribution, so... Well, I, I, that's the thing. I don't know who, out of them lot, who's supposed to be the... the was, I think that's just one big mess of a storyline. I don't I don't think even WWE know what's going on with that, but... I've been rooting for the Hurt Business, if that helps. Well, because they're so cool. Yeah. I want to uh, be in the Hurt Business. Well, maybe they might show up at one of your wrestling shows. This is the second week in a row where I've asked the Hurt Business to be a, allow me to be in their group, so... I will formally offer my services to the Hurt Business at this time. I have a very good suit and uh, a good pair of sunglasses, so if you, if you need me, MVP, you can give me a call, mate. You know where I am. Uh, well, so, yeah. as, a, as an advocate uh, for, for myself, 
um, I will um, I will challenge that and say I think that's a great idea. Oh, I didn't think you'd say that. No, I think it will because uh, I think it will devalue her business. When we said this rivalry was off to 2021, that 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 went off quite <laughs> quite quickly. Oh, I'm only joking. You bastard! No, you've said it now. You've said it. Um, one of the, my favourite matches on the card was um, the haunted uh, the haunted house of terror match. It was uh, Dexter Loomis uh, beating Cameron Grimes, but obviously this match went kind of. It was a bit like the Ambrose, the Moxley and um, Harper, Luke Harper match from Extreme Rules, if you remember that a few years ago, where it literally just goes on whilst other matches are kind of on at the oh, same yeah. time. Uh, but Loomis did the win. I mean, this match kind of, it was always good. But we're, we're, it, the only thing I was a bit annoyed, Cameron Grimes doesn't really, didn't seem like someone who should be scared um, with like kind of his attitude. But yeah, um, he was obviously petrified throughout the show, uh, uh, terrified of obviously the ghosts and everything of the zombies that are out. But yeah, uh, this is obviously... Yeah, to be fair, Dexter Loomis is a scary-looking man. I did love... I've loved Loomis. He's been one of my favourites on XT. That sort of stuff. I've never heard of him until really this year. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the feud he kind of had with Roderick Strong, I thought was brilliant. Just the stare that he has. Um, I think he's one who has adapted well to the lack of audience. Um, I think he's been... Yeah, he's been a really bright spot of NXT this year. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Loomis. He, he, he plays that role of an absolute nutcase really well, doesn't he? <laughs> just, yeah, he just, I just think it's just a, that's such a simple, good character and it is just, yeah, damn much scary. Well, if you saw him, like, if you were walking down the street and you turned around and you saw him stood behind you, you'd shit yourself. Well, of course you would, yeah. Well, to be fair, I do that with the majority of wrestlers that are on the, um, uh, the majority of wrestlers, I wouldn't be in panic, I think. Good. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> And then um, <laughs> the, the the main event, um, we saw oh, a bit of a surprise. Io Shirai beat Candice LeRae in a tables, ladders and scares match. That's what they did there. <laughs> uh, the NXT Women's title. Um, I, it was, obviously, again, I don't want to do a review, but I love this match. One of my favourite matches of this year on NXT. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. It was um, just a really good high time. So, well, good, some great spots in it. Really good TLC match um, there. And, um, yeah, I think um, I, I just, it generally shocked me. I, just, I was just waiting the whole time for Candice to win. Um, When's it going to be Candice's time? That's the well, question. It's that's what's kind of like we saw with, uh, again, like with this, like it just, it just didn't happen again. Like when is she going to reach a boiling point and just snap? And because we saw obviously we got Johnny trying to help her and she just still couldn't just beat Io Shirai. Um, I think it's I, coming. I think it will, and I think it will. Uh, yeah, it's obviously. Gonna I think take it'll happen a in a big way as well. Yeah, definitely. Like she she may just kill Io Shirai. Yeah, stab her. But uh, well, uh, I think Io Shirai, in my opinion, I think she's 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 main event ready. There's no oh, yeah. she's, one that she's absolute star. Um, she could and, literally do anything at this point. Oh, of course she could. And but yeah, I think I think um, again that you look at it and sort of say, oh, okay, Io Shirai, the belt on Io Shirai. If they are going to add NXT, and it could be obviously versus Sasha and Oscar. We've seen Sasha versus Oscar sort of a million, well, a lot this year with, with the feud with her and Bailey. Adding Io Shirai in again, I know. But then again, I know the opposite. That is, it's free. Then it's three faces kind of facing each other, sort of thing. But again, it can still easily work. And with Brown Warfare, and I think adding Io Shirai would add a complete dynamics. We obviously we know she's more likely to go to the main event scene, so it could build up a 
potential feud with either Oscar or uh, or Sasha. I can't help but think during all of that now, it was what if Io Shirai wins the Royal Rumble? Oh, so yeah, then that's the best thing about Survivor Series. You can even try and go, oh, actually, now if they want to get their revenge, they'll have to win the Rumble. So it gives Wouldn't you all it be the good options. for her to win the Rumble? I love it. If she main evented like WrestleMania with like Charlotte or something, how good would that match be? I mean, yeah, and you could you can go back to her beating Charlotte at um, obviously NXT Takeover in your yeah. house. So there's scope for that for sure. 100%. Oh my god, how exciting is that? And this is why we love it, don't you? When it gets to this stage of the year, when you can start sort of, when you just even like, there'll be it's like, like, like Christmas and, feeling, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. I think with WWE, it was always great with this time. I know when you are sort of planning the matches to go into sort of WrestleMania, and it always changes in like every pay per view in the build up. From, it's always from Survivor Series, in the build up to Survivor Series on. It's always from Survivor Series on with, like you say, when stuff happens, you're like, okay, well, how can they try and then you sort of try and map the route out of how they're going to mend up at Romania. And then so much stuff changes going in there since. Well, even obviously last year we saw um, going into WrestleMania, they changed the plans, didn't they, post-Saudi show because um, because tickets weren't selling. Then they gave the belt to Goldberg and tickets just started oh, yeah. selling. For, just, they managed to shift. I don't know how much tickets. They, they sold a lot of tickets by putting the belt on Goldberg, which I know morally... Is it just me who forgets that he had the title? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, it was all that part of when there was a lot of stuff going on and it was, a yeah... That, yeah, I it, keep it completely easy, forgetting. Forget. Well, he didn't hold it for long. I mean, I think the plan was to be have him versus Reigns, wasn't it? But well, yeah, because they had the contract signing, didn't they? Exactly. But then it all just went to pop, and then Strowman ended up winning the title. Um, so, but yeah, no, there's yeah, a lot can change between now and Mania for sure. But I do like it when you can start sort of planning out matches and all sorts. So, lots, lots more to come in that respect. Um, Final come month. December when we look back at this year, yeah, there'll be a lot of things that we look at and go, "Oh Did my god, happen? yeah, that happened." Well, we've got all they've got the BBG wrestling years. We've we've got loads of those shows coming up with there where we do we put together our best card of the year. Where we go, we do a quiz of the year as well. Stuff you can remember. So, getting some cheap plugs in here. Um, there we so go. that's what there'll we like. Lo- there'll, be, there'll be loads to look forward to in December. That's for sure. I um, said nickel peanuts come out the park. Exactly. Yeah, teamwork, see? Now, who's going to turn on each other? Me. I'm going to beat you up. Um, one final thing I did want to mention. Um, uh, we saw, um, obviously, this new kind of stable, which I, I'm already loving. Pat McAfee, obviously, returned to NXT two weeks ago now, it would have been. Um, so, um, obviously, we saw with um, it was the planned match to be, um, uh, obviously, Breezango versus the Undisputed Era for the tag titles. Sadly, a masked man was attacking, or attacked, I should say, Bobby Fish, then Roderick Strong, and then Carl O'Reilly had to forfeit, even though he was clear to compete, did forfeit the match, so gave it to Danny Burke and only Lorcan to win. And then, yeah, we saw um, we saw later on in the night that, um, that yeah, that Pat McAfee was the masked man, and he aligned himself with Danny Burke and only Lorcan, who also turned heel in the process. Um, and then, so yeah, they're not already week- heel. I don't think they were. No, no, Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee was, yeah, I think, yeah, so I meant Burke and Lorcan turned here in the process. Um, but yeah, I think it also cements, but yeah, I, I've really got on board with this and I've got on board with, under, I mean, I've always loved Undisputed. They've always been over, obviously, when I was in, when I was at WrestleMania in 34, New Orleans, they were the most, got you know, it. Them, got it. Well, Adam Cole and, and the Undisputed and I will say this: him, Rus- Adam Cole, Rusev, and Elias were the three most over superstars all weekend. Everywhere you went, it was just 
chance of those three in particular. Um, but I think um, this week when we saw on, on Halloween Havoc, we saw O'Reilly come out, um, obviously wanted a bit of revenge, but it was one on three. But then who should come and help him? Pete Dunn brings out two chairs. Great to see Pete Dunn back. Brings out two chairs, gives one to O'Reilly. They scare off the... Um, they scare off, obviously, the, uh, well, I don't know what you call the stable, but McAfee, Birch and Lorcan. O'Reilly does probably one of the most stupidest things that then you could see coming. Throws the chair on the floor. Pete Dunn then whacks him with his chair. And, yeah, the beatdown begins. Uh, Pete Dunn also turns heel and a new stable's formed. I love this and I'm really intrigued to see where this goes. And see, this is where I do think the opposite argument is I don't really see how then you do incorporate NXT if you've already got a stable kind of feuds going on in NXT. And I know you can make the same argument about Raw with, with the Hurt Business versus retri- Retribution. Um, <laughs> then I, I don't really see how, yeah, I think it My was, question it'll... is really, um, where's Tyler Bay and Trent Seven? Um, still in England. Because, well, yeah, but I was just thinking, what what's what's British Strong Style going to make of this? Split up, I guess, or maybe they might join my British Mountain. But, yeah, well, Birch is obviously English, but yeah, no, I guess big English. Oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? But then Lorcan's American, and so is McAfee. Why would they want to be in England? I, I, yeah, it's they interesting. Convert. That's they why convert. I'm so intrigued. That's why I'm so intrigued about seeing where this is going. I've really, really enjoyed this over a couple of the last couple of weeks, and I've really got on board of uh, as much as I because I've always been a big Only Lorcan and Danny Birch tag team, but I've really got on board now with them as Hills and Pete Dunn as well. Pete Dunn's class either way. But me remembering when Pete Dunn first became a big heel in this country, he was brilliant and super strong style. When he, um, when him and Trent first, well, first joined together as a tag team, um, when to- uh, I've got good memories and progress of them as this unstoppable heel, heelish group. So Pete can easily be a heel. Um, and I've really got on board with NXT as like, uh, sorry, uh, Undisputed Era as this babyface group, like O'Reilly coming down, showing no, no bottle. I've just really got on board of it. And I think as well, it does set them up well that if they ever do move up, at least they are faces going in, which I think would only help to their hopeful pop if they ever do, uh, when they do go up. The, you mentioning Pete Dunne becoming, an, becoming a heel reminds me of the promo that him, Trent and Tyler cut when Tyler first joined British Strong Style. Yeah. And he said one word, one line and it was, now piss off, I need a piss. <laughs> Yeah, remember that brilliant. Uh, that was fantastic. That was the yeah, that was the day after um, Pete, and that's when I really lost my mind at that show. And um, I literally broke. I broke. I, I, I actually started. Yeah, when 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 um, Pete was around, did you? Well, yeah, no. Well, well, Tyler came out and um, big pop like Tyler. Tyler would like to stop Pete and to, to stop Trent Seven and Pete. Um, well, to stop Trent Seven getting involved in the match. Because uh, Pete was in this championship scramble match, I think it was for the vacant progress title, and then yeah, he um, sort of put, a, yeah, he just did, did the moustache thing and then whacked Jimmy Havoc instead, and then yeah, the British Strong Style was formed. But what did you break? My heart. Oh, it broke you. <laughs> I, just, I just screamed, "You prick!" I think I might have been you. It might have been something a bit more serious. It might have been something serious now, but obviously I was a few beers down. When you're at a live show as well, wrestling, you naturally get into it a lot more than <laughs> yeah. you. And yeah, oh, I miss it so much being at live wrestling. Really yeah, do. I've I've had the same thing shouted at me on a show before. I um I power bombed <laughs> Rabbit Riley, and all you can hear on the video is someone in the crowd just scream, "You prick!" 
Uh, I was at the show, I'd get in the ring and put you through the table myself. Good luck with that. I'm just an advocate. I'm going to get you, Nick. I don't care if you're an advocate. Like CM Punk got Paul Heyman, I'm, I'm going to get you. There, but I'm not even on the card, though. I'm like Virgil. I'll just turn up and then get told I'm not on the card. <laughs> I walk into a battle royal and then told I have to eliminate myself. I just look at you and just tell you to get out and you just hop over the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited to see where that goes. This is Joey's Fabulous, and you're listening to Broken Foot Glorious, and that is fabulous. So moving on to the AED now for uh, uh, AED AEW AED AEW Full Gear. So I'm starting like Booker T on commentary tonight, and I'm getting my words out. Shucky um, ducky quack quack. Exactly. Uh, oh, the goat, the goat commentator. Uh, but it is it is AEW Full Gear this weekend. I think um, Twitter account that is and... no context Booker T. So far, there's so far there's seven matches announced for it. Um, so I'll go through them now. Um, opening match. Uh, I'll start with the um, one that I want to speak about for that. The opening match is Chris Jericho versus MJF. If MJF wins, then he's welcome to join the inner circle. Now, before we get into it, what are your views on that segment from a few weeks ago? <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know. It's living rent free in my mind. Every time there's a, just a, a silence, like in my life, it just I can see it, like you know, like an old school movie reel. Yeah, could, it just starts flickering in my head, and I'm like, oh, that was a thing. I still don't. I don't get why it happened. I thought. I thought I missed context, so I went back and I had a look to see if I could find anything. Nothing. I don't uh, understand. I, I really, I've had to watch it back so many times. I so am, have I. I. I'm gonna say I love it. However, Pete, those who are saying it's the best segment of all time, no, it's nothing on the Festival of Friendship. Uh, if we're gonna compare a Jericho segment, nothing on the Festival of Friendship with Jericho and, and Owens. Uh, in my this opinion, is your life. This rock. is your life. Uh, Tyson Austin. There's a few pro- uh, segments that. Oh God! There is a lot of segments that we can put in front of that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, there there is a lot of segments out there. I mean, it would. Uh, I was just trying to think of the ones off the top of my head when this happened, only because my mate in the um, in, in, a, in a chat room was saying this is the best segment I've ever seen. Machine Gun Kelly massive... getting power bombed off a stage. That no. <laughs> I, I rate that better. <laughs> well, this was just yeah. funny. This was brilliant though, and. Um, but yeah, now who do you think was going to win? Do you want to see MJ? Who do you think will win? Do you reckon MJF will join the inner circle? I think Chris Jericho is going to lay down. Really? Yeah, he's just going to lay. I don't think it's going to be an actual match. I think it'll be. It has all the telltale signs of the finger poke doom. I think. I think. I think MJF will win. Um, then I think what's going to happen is um, by. The next day, if it's going to continue like it has been this year, by the next AEW pay-per-view, which will be in, what, February time, end of Feb, I can see MJF becoming the leader and Jericho being kicked out. Oh, my God, like The Rock and Farouk. Well, I can see them having another match maybe at NXT and... Um, uh, NXT, sorry, at AEW. <laughs> and I really am Booker T tonight. Uh, we'll um, get there uh, in the end. I really can't. It's because we've, so we've done so many promotions tonight about the news going on. Uh, I can see them uh, wrestling at the um, uh, at the next. So, so it'll be a, what, AEW Revolution, I believe it was. I can see them actually having a match then. Um, and I can see it maybe them in a rematch. The winner becomes the lead or the loser leaves the group. And then you could even see, like, you could obviously up in time, you could see, like, them not liking like Sammy Guevara 
Hager, the um, I can, you could see them all not liking MJF up until then. That they just want him out. But then you can just see on the day of the show they they turn on Jericho and and MJF wins. Then he this... becomes the biggest heel, or Jericho becomes the face again. See that I, I see what you mean, and it's got vibes of Rock and Farouk. But then at the same time, in my head, I can't stop thinking of the Nexus and the Core. Yeah, what when when yeah when Punk took over the Nexus and yeah. everyone was like, yeah, you're a bit of a knobhead, you. It's going to be a tough. I mean, this is something I've been thinking about though for for a while of when when MJF and Jericho first had the sort of the alterations, uh, the altercation together in the ring after MJF turned on Cody. Um, I've always thought, oh, did they? I can see MJF potentially joining the inner circle one day, but yeah, it's um, it'll be interesting this match. But I could, in it, terms, it wouldn't shock me if it was like Kevin Owens and Jericho kind of vibes. Well, clearly they want to go down that kind of route, don't they? Um, and that's why you've already got Sammy Kavara being jealous. So there's, yeah. There's oh, there's so, plenty of stuff to play on. Oh, of course there is, yeah. And really excited to see where that, where that will go. Um, women's match, um, Akari Shida, um, obviously the current champion. She's taking on Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero in her corner. Um, yeah, after this, I can see Shida losing her title. Do you think? I just feel like I'm trying to look at the challenges that are, are worthy of taking the belt. And my thing is, I think at the moment, I can see Shida losing it now and then Big Swole becoming the contender to challenge Nyla Rose. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I, I just feel like I think I think at the moment they kind of need to have it on a hill and have baby faces wanting someone to take the belt off a hill. I think it just needs a bit of a. I think it just needs a bit of a changeover, in my opinion. But Shida is good. She is class, don't get me wrong. And Thunder Rosa is now a free agent. That is true. And they, their match was really good. That I'd rather good. That Shida held on to it. Well, this is, it all depends on if Thunder Rosa signs with them. But I'd rather see a program, a, like a full program with Shida and Thunder Rosa. How exciting is that to think about? Yeah, no, that does. That, 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 that does excite me but you've also got as I said I think Big Soul deserves to be in there Britt Baker in my opinion the best the best well I mean she's just class <laughs> she's uh, she's been absolutely amazing regard when she's been injured especially so you've got her that can come into the fold as well um, uh, obviously you've got the bunny now a heel again so there's um, yeah there's a lot of uh, I think they are I think it's getting there I know it's, obviously it was a big criticism of, of AW, they're not putting enough attention on the um, on the women's division. I think they are getting there, and um, I'm sure this match will be a really good match as well. I hope it does get a bit of a fair bit of time as well. I think it really needs to, um, yeah, get a solid amount of time, and then yeah. I, but I do see Nyla Rose becoming the champion, becoming a bit of a hill of it, and then we can even see maybe new stars trying to take the belt off her. Well, you could even have Thunder Rosa go after Nyla Rose. Hey, but... Yeah, definitely. I, I'm sticking with Sheeta, I, I think. Sheeta, so one, uh, well, yeah. And then um, other match, um, Matt, well, another rematch from the previous, uh, the last uh, uh, from All Out is Matt Hardy was taking on Sammy Guevara in an, the Elite Deletion match. Um, no idea what an Elite Deletion match is, but uh, I love it. It's going to be brutal. I hope there's no nasty spots this time. I hope Matt will be able to um, obviously have much. I can see it. Do you reckon it will be the? I'm sure we will see it at least some point in this match. The broken character. Yeah, right. I suspect the world there will be broken Matt Hardy. 
I, I suspect because it is one of these elite deletion, it's going to be one of those style of matches of like ultimate deletion kind of thing. I imagine that I will see a few Matt Hardys, which is a weird thing to say. Well, it happened, didn't it? When, well, back, going all the way back to the, the stadium stampede match back at, um, uh, at Double or Nothing back in May, um, we saw, um, well, we obviously saw the, uh, well, when they did that spot in the, um, Obviously, in the in the water uh, in the pool, um, where we saw him changing characters each time, uh, obviously became version one. So I'm sure they'll do something like that again. But yeah, ultimately, I do. We will see Broken Matt at some point in this match, um, and um, yeah, I think this will finally be the end of the feud. Um, Guevara goes over. I want to say, yeah, I'd imagine so because he's the younger guy and Matt Hardy likes to put over the younger guys well you could even also have mjf winning i'm sorry mjf helping to try and prove a bit of worth to the group so you could have mjf and then it obviously might even obviously it keeps up Guevara being potentially a bit peed off going well why'd you do that i could beat hardy on my own and it could also Maybe. lead to also Matt, mjf taking on Matt hardy Matt hardy getting to put over another younger wrestler in mjf put a program between them two as well and obviously It'd be it'd, it'd be basic points. So MJF thinking, oh yeah, well Jericho hates him as well, so it gets him on my side. Um, but yeah, um, so we got the and then the tag team title match, uh, tag title match, the AD t- title. Um, now a bit of a strip So it's the FTR versus the Young Bucks. Now already, oh, me excited. Already, this should be the greatest tag match of all time. However, I'm going to be my slightly my glass half full. Uh, also, as well, there's, there's a slip to this. If the Young Bucks do lose, they will never be allowed to challenge for the AD, the AD, uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship ever again. Um, my, well, is that while FTR hold it, or is that ever ever um, again? Ever again? Yeah, simply like, a bit like Cody for the um, for the for the for the, main, for the main title as well. I thought um, that was to do with. I thought that was just while Jericho held it. Uh, no, if that's ever again as well. I think any way they can, unless it comes back into a storyline in the future, which I'm sure it will. But see, my my with this match, my glass half full is one already. There's been an incredible amount of pressure being put on this match. Will it deliver? Uh, there's already just there's already just an incredible amount of pressure before it's even begun. Of people just expecting a ten out of ten match. Um, that lack of crowd being there could be a factor. Um, that, yeah, it's so a little bit might, of crowd there. I know there'll be a little bit of crowd. Will it? Will it, will it to the potential it could be, and then also I hate to keep saying it, but back to that tag match back at Revolution of um, of the Bucks versus Omega and Page. I just feel like that set the start the, the bar so high that I just don't see any tag match ever beating that ever again. Um, obviously, that's my glass half full. My glass, uh, my glass full is. I really just think these guys should just be able to put on an absolute clinic. It's, it's, I, the words, the words don't even, I don't even know where to start. Like it should be the most exciting match ever, 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 <laughs> ever. Uh, this never. is the match we've all waited for, for years. Like this is building up for years. Oh, you don't know how excited I am. <laughs> It'd only be more exciting if it included Jack Sinclair, Lance Rivera and Stacey Rose and in a FTR versus Young Bucks versus Frontline match. I mean, that's the only way it gets better. Up until that point, maybe maybe American Alpha in there, but this should be, like, godly. 
Yeah, no, it it will be. Um, I'm sure it will be an absolute classic. Um, uh, we've gone on but, two different wavelengths there, haven't we? One I of us see, has gone well, half full, half empty. I, I, I do get that. I, I really want to be positive, and I'm, I'm I am still excited for it. I just feel I think it's just my scepticalness is just what I'm expecting. I just don't want to be. I just I just know that I think people and this is just I think we need to keep people's expectations to a minimum as well. That I, I just feel like they're like that kid who didn't get that one thing for Christmas and then went. Yeah, do you know what? Fuck Santa. I do. I do get that, but I, I don't know. I just do. I, I just I'm a bit. I tell you what this is like. It's like the scene in Santa Claus. Yeah. Where uh, the stepdad's talking about not believing in Santa anymore. No, and he's like, I didn't Neil. get the the yeah, you're Neil. The, the, we, the weenie, there's the weenie whistle. That's the one, yeah. And she went, yeah. "How old were you? Four. You were four. <laughs> Three, I think, wasn't it? I could be wrong. I love yeah, that movie, something so. like that. Um, that's you. You're Neil. I'm Neil. Well, there we have it, folks. And I'm Charlie. And Chris is Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Chris hasn't just come on and heard that. <laughs> just out of context as well. <laughs> just comes in, picks his headphones up, and it just goes, Chris is Santa. Because what? he's so jolly. <laughs> Trying is to win back. Making my dad. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, AEW <laughs> TNT Championship match. Uh, Cody takes on Darby Allen. We've seen, obviously, these two wrestle before and how amazing it was. Oh, I'm um, trying, to, trying to breathe. Do you feel it'll be another retain for Cody? Oh, I don't know anymore. Chris is my dad. <laughs> um, I, I reckon Cody retains. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him losing to Darby. It might be a draw again, maybe. Oh, I feel Cody win. Uh, I think Darby no. tries to kill himself. Yeah, I'm, I just yeah. Whenever he, whenever he wrestles, he just. You, you almost watch a little that. bit. Of, you almost just watch a little bit of fear that he's going to hurt himself. But it's like that no. Jeff Hardy factor, but like a little bit worse. Exactly. But yeah, Cody like, versus like with Jeff when he was in Hell in the Cell, we we saw him do that mad RKO. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah. you put Darby Allen inside the Hell in the Cell. I reckon he's doing a coffin dive off the top. <laughs> Dear me. Or, yeah. or doing a, 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 a an ollie off the top with his skateboard. <laughs> Make a special I'd... request to have a ramp up there. <laughs> uh, well, who man knows what we'll see. The man is mental, and that's why we love him. Uh, but yeah, should be another great. This is a really strong card, this, isn't it? And we're already, I've still got two matches left to go through. Um, I'm going to go for the title match next. Um, Moxley, John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the title. Uh, we'll, we'll say there's this. There's only and, one winner here, isn't I, I do think there's only one winner in Moxley. But I think like it is a clever bit of booking this. So I think Eddie, Eddie Kingston over the last month, especially that that promo he cut uh, in the ring, I think he's been his his mic work's been absolutely fantastic. I know he's always been strong talker with any promotion he's been in, but yeah, his mic talk. I love the one about Mox leaving behind the indie scene when he obviously went to WWE. Um, I thought it was it was brilliant. I think an I Quit match as well. We haven't really seen a. Like we haven't seen Moxley be like this, like destructive, almost like this sadistic Moxley for a while. So I feel like we will get that to obviously to see Kingston say I quit. Um, Do you think it's bad timing on their part to have an I quit match a week after WWE have had an I quit match that was absolutely like loved and adored by everyone on Twitter and the internet? 
and just in the wrestling circle. Yeah, tr- I, I do get that. And to be honest, I've, well, I said it, I've said it last two weeks on the show. I've never, I'm not a big fan of the I Quit Match per like stipulation as it is at the best of times. Um, however, there's only been a few good, like really good ones. Yeah, no, I, I just the ones I that come f- to mind is Cena and Orton, and uh, what well, obviously the Rock and Mankind. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Rock and Mankind is a good is a good example there. I, I feel. I just feel with this, um, uh, I do feel Moxley will win. And I'm intrigued to see how. I think it's a bit different to Reigns Uso in the fact that it's obviously, we knew kind of knew a Hill was going to win. And um, obviously, he's up against the lovable baby face in Shay So It was obviously a family thing right on it. It's obviously someone turning Hill. Uh, I feel like it's a different kind of, whilst it's the same stipulation, it's kind of a different sort of match layout altogether. With this, you've got Moxley, who's obviously a baby face, but. He also can be a statistic babyface. Borderline uh, murderer. Against, yeah. yeah, up against, obviously, someone similar to me, Eddie Kingston. So I, I, I do think feel... we'll see some like mad stuff, and I don't think it'll be as storyline-driven as Jay and Roman. I yeah, think it'll be exactly. different, but I, I can't help but think that the two will get compared by everyone. I think they will be then. There will always be... And that's not me saying, oh, yeah, about me sort of picking on the WWE fans who get always touchy, trying to go, well, that wasn't as good as the match because AEW fans are probably even worse when they, uh, obviously, in their comparisons to WWE, whereas there's people like me who just love both promotions. I always want, I always, at the end of the day, I just want wrestling to be the winner. I um, think it's going to be a bit of a case of... Com- it'd be like comparing the Manu itch to Paul Pogba. They're not, sure. the same, they're not the same player. But they play in the same position. Yeah. But it's going to be okay. I think people are still going to compare it no matter what. Yeah. Just out of the weird, this weird wrestling thing where we all go, my promotion's better than your promotion, even though. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not like football where they're competing with each other on a weekly basis, but they sort of are, but they sort of aren't. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely not, get that. It's. I don't, I don't get that weird culture. Why can't you just enjoy it all? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, no, completely understandable. Um, uh, but obviously, yeah, that that's uh, that. I don't whether that will main event. I don't know because I've said this one to last. Hangman and Page versus Kenny Omega, the World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. Obviously, the winner will will face the champion again. I think for this one, it will be Omega that will win, in my opinion, to set up that match with Moxley, which we've obviously been well predicting for a long long time but I think this match will be the match of the night I'd like to point out as well in our predictions for the tournament I was the only one who got Ray Phoenix right yeah that's true yeah and Fair everyone doubted me I did doubt you as usual everyone's like ooh I don't know and I was like no it's, it's going to be Ray Phoenix and he won and I was right you did, you did win pure pride in that and been saving it till this moment to bring it up well congratulations young man um, but you know, yeah. never, we never got the match, so it, I don't know if it really counts. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I feel like with this match, it will be the match of the night. It, it doesn't really need a build up. We've seen, obviously, the, 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 it, it, this will be. I feel like this will be Omega cementing a heel turn. I can see it happening. I think he, whether he'll cheat to win, I don't know. Whether they have a great an, a five star match, and after the match, he beats the head out of Page. Um, causing just obviously the elite to well completely bust or what have you, but yeah, I, either way, I see Omega going to a heel, uh, going cementing his heel term. 
I think it'll be absolutely crazy. The match in uh, in New Japan in the um, the G one was a uh, was a mad match as well. That was the one where I think Kenny knocked him out with a V trigger, and it was a, it, up until that point it was a great great match. And I can't I can't see this being any less than a five star match. To be honest with you, unless Adam Page has one leg, and then even then it'll be it'll be five and a half. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I, this is the see with this bit. I feel like I'm contradicting myself a little bit, but I, for this match, I I do feel this will be match tonight. Um, I, as I say, I think the um, expectations will be um, will be more on the tag match deliver, but I feel this match will still the show. I, I think if this show gets any less than five stars on overall, it's going to be a disappointment because it's such a strong card. The card. And I feel like as well, the last AW show, there wasn't, I know we, we, me and you did the review on that and there was, we weren't negative as well. I, I mean, you certainly weren't, but I was a little bit negative in the sense that I felt that AW, again, it wasn't anything bad with the show. It was a good show. But I just feel with AEW, it was almost them becoming a victim of their own success. Like we've seen with NXT, to be fair, where you can only have so many amazing, amazing, amazing pay-per-views. However, I do feel that one being slightly average, that this one, I've I've got high hopes for this one. I really am excited. This is WrestleMania calibre of a show. Well, what is their... I don't know what their actual biggest one is. It'll be... uh, uh, Well, I suppose it'd be all in, wouldn't it? All out, yeah, well, because that was the last well, one. Well, all out, yeah. The only, the, only, uh, the only thing I do always worry of AEW shows is slight, they are slightly long, the shows. However, I feel, what, what have I said, seven matches? Probably won't need to add anything else to that. Um, there's a pre-show there's a, as well. There is a, pre, there is a pre-show. Um, uh, so I feel like, yeah, seven matches will be fine for a good show. Um and I feel like, yeah. It should basically just be a seven-hour-long card at this point. Just give them all an the hour. The good thing of AEWs, I do feel they'd actually listen to fans. They would probably actually take on the feedback that they probably did see. And they don't, they don't strike me as idiots that will just blank out feedback from social media and what have you. So they probably would see that a lot of people would share the same opinion that, again, it wasn't bad. It's not like it was fans turning and certainly doing any, any stupid chance or anything like that, albeit they couldn't. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like... Do it, what you it, want. Nobody can chant at you at the moment. Worst of it, I do feel like it would have just been the case and going, okay, well, maybe we will try and reduce the show we can if it, improves, if it enhances the, bro- the product as the famous cliche, less is more. Yeah, no, that, that is fair, but this, this is, this is going to be insane. If it delivers, that, that's obviously that's the, the main sticking point. If it delivers just off the back of, of FTR versus the books, Omega versus, um, Oh my god! Uh, Hangman Adam Page. Just yeah. off the back of those two matches, you're looking at it and going, "What? Whatever else happens on this show, as long as those two matches are good, we're all, or are amazing, like they should be, we're yeah. all going to look back at this show and go, fucking hell, that was good.' <laughs> Definitely. Because Cody versus Darby Allen has the potential to be amazing. The main event of the title match has the potential to be great. Like. There's not one match on here. You go, oh, that that could be a stinker. Like, there's nothing. I haven't looked at a show like this for a long time and gone, fucking hell, this is, oh my God, <laughs> kind of, it, it should be great. Absolutely. Well, 
yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will be. And uh, like you say, the card is extremely strong. But that's obviously this weekend. Um, next week, we'll be doing the review uh, for it. So, um, no, really excited. Look to, forward um, to our disappointed tones as we 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 hype it up and then it doesn't deliver because well, we on, jinx it's it. All on, it's all on you. Yeah, no. See, this is what happens, right? I big up Man United on Twitter and Instagram and things like that. If I post before yeah. a game... I've noticed if I post anything about United before a game, and it's it will get a disaster. Fucking, yeah, absolutely, just ruined. So that happens every week. Yeah, pretty much. Any any time in the league, like if we do well in the Champions League, and then I get excited, I'm like, yes. And then, uh, that, yeah, that and then just, the weekend that, comes. That 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 that's uh, yeah. That just seems like it happens a lot. Uh-huh. You must do it all the time, though. No, I don't. I just uh, know. I just know my levels. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> don't get too excited, and yeah, be disappointed regardless. I've, I've already booked my flights to Istanbul. I don't know. What <laughs> oh no. Well, on that note, um, uh, do you want to promote any? Well, rather than Man United, do you want to promote any of your t-shirts for any Man United fans potentially going out to Istanbul with you? Yeah, any any Van United fans coming to Istanbul with me in in May of 2021 uh, to celebrate Ole Gunnar Solskjaer winning the Champions League for the second time in his long career, we will uh, we will all be there celebrating the Rivera Rave as well. Then you can uh, join the Rivera Rave at uh, lunchrivera12.bigcartel.com. So it's a fifteen pound entry fee, and you can join the Rivera Rave. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, yeah, and. Um... There you go, and I'll still be certainly buying one of my shirts for next year as well. Where it's one of the I only legal can... raves going on at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, again, thank you to all our listeners for the for the ongoing support. Uh, we've got some fantastic interviews as always come this week with Chris, uh, which is obviously why he's not here tonight. Focusing on interviews to to release uh, again. It's we thank Chris time for us now. Exactly, we thank Chris for the incredible hard work he does for us. Um, we all love well. you, Chris. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've got that uh, we return next week as well with Broken Gloss we will be reviewing full gear of what we hope will be an amazing show the quiz will be back uh, the big debate will be back as well so your usual favourites there will, will return and um, but yeah we are on the road to full gear I thought you were going to say night. Wrestlemania then I was like well we, we said that earlier right. in the show so yeah we are on the road to we're on the road to Christmas we're on the road to full gear we're on the road to lockdown. Oh, I've ended on a negative. Gonna, I was, was going to say WrestleMania then. Uh, well, WrestleMania! <laughs> but it's a uh, good night from me. And it's good night from me. And cheerio. Boom. Oh, that was good, that. <laughs>